and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 8. My name is Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole. Luckily for me, my mate John, say hi John. Alright. He's got his finger on the pulse and each week he'll be educating me with the latest pop culture references from Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, handwritten letter, radio yeah. facts. Flickr. Flickr. Yeah. That was a, Remember that? That was a classic. MySpace. MySpace. So yeah. he'll be teaching me all of those things. Bebo. Bebo. Face party. Is that a thing? I think so. Oh if God. not, it should be. That sounds amazing. How are you doing, mate? You alright? Yeah, I, well, I'm alright. You seem, I mean, I she's mean, lying immediately. I mean, I'm doing that British thing, you know, like, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I was really angry when I arrived at your house. You were, mate. You'd, you'd got off the bus. Uh, and you came in with a face like thunder. Where, where have you been? Why Basically, so if you want to experience hell on earth, go to Stratford Westfield Shopping Centre because it is hell. Especially yeah. at half term, there are kids and families and just people, just human beings everywhere. Yeah. Just what are they doing that? What's so annoying about that though? Well, everyone's on their phones. Plus they've got shopping bags. Right. Plus they're trying to like ram themselves onto escalators when they can't fit. Do you know what I hate the, the most is when, well, a couple of, uh, I hate a lot of things, and shopping centres are a prime example of these things. One, I hate when people dawdle on their phone and then walk towards you, and then when they nearly hit you, that your automatic, like being British again, is you go, oh, sorry, and it's 100% their <laughs> fault. I hate that. And then you're so angry as you walk yeah. away because you're like, why did I say sorry? I'm not sorry. Yeah, I hate that. And I hate the, the slowest walkers, like walk in the middle, like side by side, yes. in the middle of the walkway. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my way, bro. I'm going to throw like, you over Why the are you walking so slowly? No point. If you want to walk slowly, get on the edge. Yeah. I feel like, because I'm learning to drive at the moment, going through those kind of stressful pedestrian areas yeah. is training me as a driver yeah. to be like, right, you're going to do your thing and just and be annoying. Yeah. I'm going to kind of navigate around you, make my own plan. But do you know what the benefit, though, of being in a car as opposed to being in a supermarket is you can swear at people really loud when you're in a car and like you can release the tension. So like when someone cuts you up in the shopping centre and like you'd nearly trip over them, you just have to like internally be raging. Whereas in the car, <laughs> you're just like, you fucking prick, and just shout it in your own yeah. car. I and think bang I'll the be... window, whatever you like. <laughs> I'll be doing that, but with a big smile on my face. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, look at that friendly lady. Oh, what's I... she saying? It looks like something beginning with F. Oh, so sweet. What's a hunt? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like frock poo. Is that right? Ah. No. Um, do you want to find out what's coming up in this week's show? Yes, please. All right, let's do it. Coming up on this week's episode, we hear about Malia Obama's drinking habit, why falcon sex hats are important, and a man who really, really hates the rat at the end of The Departed. Okay, so just before we start, um, last week's episode, we covered a story about a young man who wrote a uh, Valentine's card to his teacher. If you haven't heard the episode, go back and listen to it, because um, it turns out it's fake news. Yeah, sad times. Yeah. The six-year-old who yeah. apparently wrote his teacher a Valentine's card. Yeah, saying, I want to plough you into next week. Um, turns out it was a parody account. Uh, a lot of people, including me, fell for it. Um, and it was picked up by other sources that thought it was real, which is where I got it from. But um, someone tweeted me about it. They listened to the episode. So thanks very much for um, getting in contact with us to say, did you not know that that was parody? And I was a bit like, mm, didn't say. Sounds about that. Uh, next time, I'll probably do my research a bit better. So. Yeah. What do you think about that, Hal? Have I let you down, mate? No. I've, I mean... 
I mean, technically, it was still like a story. It was still going on. People yeah. were talking about it. Just gets people it. talking, doesn't it? Yeah, mate. I mean, out of all the stories to fall for, I feel like it wasn't that bad that you fell for that one. It could have yeah. been something. It's fairly believable, isn't it? Like, yeah. we live in a world where it's like everyone gets offended by everything. It was Valentine's, and it seemed like a kid could possibly write that, although yeah. a bit of a weird thing to say. Um, okay, let's get into this week's first story. Um, have you seen Martin Scorsese's gangster classic, The Departed? I have. Okay, good. Um, do you know that it's won four Oscars? And it's grossed more than $290 million at the box office. That know? does not surprise me, but I didn't know that. Well, apparently, uh, according to many fans, it contains one fatal flaw. Um, essentially, after an entire movie about mobsters trying to uncover a rat in their midst, a literal rat scampers across the frame. It's a lack of subtlety, ruining the last scene, and arguably the rest of the movie. Now, a lot of people are not happy about this. Do you remember the scene? Right at the end of the movie. No, I don't remember it. Massive spoiler alert here. If you've not seen The Departed, one, what you're doing, because it's classic. Two, stop listening now and go and watch it and then come back and listen. Basically, at the end of the movie, Wahlberg's in the apartment, pow, pow, kills the guy. And then as, the, as he leaves the apartment, the camera pans up and it's out the window. And then a rat runs across the railing. And this is something that was unplanned. No, this is this is what people don't like it because oh, it's too on the nose because the okay. movie's about a rat, yeah. Right. So people are saying it's a little bit too much because it's just. Why are people talking about it now? Well, no, they've always talked about it, right? So it's it's, it's just like a famous thing, which obviously you're not aware of because this no. is why we do this podcast. It's a famous thing that everyone hates that scene oh. because it's too on the nose and it's just stupid and everyone hates it. Um, so one particular person has decided that they would like to get rid. Or get rid of that scene. Um, so they've started a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, the mastermind of this campaign is a guy called Adam Sachs, and he's explained uh, basically, he says, in the tradition of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas digitally altering their movies after the fact, I want to digitally erase the rat from the end of The Departed. But unlike Lucas and Spielberg's changes, this will actually make The Departed a much better movie. Um, so that's where uh, Sachs' campaign backers will come in because he says he needs about $4,000 to get this basically changed to get the job done. What will he do with the $4,000? Well, I'm glad you asked. So, um, think about donating. Well, let's find out what a potential backer will get out of pledging to assist Sachs. Uh, it depends on how much you're willing to pay, basically. So, if you don't donate a dollar or more, um, Sachs will just thank you. That's what he's put from his heart. So, you'll just get a nice little thank you for donating a dollar. I mean, this is like a standard Kickstarter. Like, you donate yeah. one pound, you get this, five exactly, money. Right? Why does he want... How is money going to help him with this? So, well, I'll get... Calm down. <laughs> I know you've had a bad time at Westfield, mate, but let me get there. So for $20, he'll send you a before and after screenshot of one frame of the rats and removal so that you can imagine what the rest of the shot looks like. For $70, he'll, uh, he promises to buy a legal Blu-ray copy of The Departed and replace the disc with a ratless version for you. So I've been following an account, which is uh, essentially a Twitter account, called um, Erasing the Departed Rat. If you follow that on Twitter... Uh, there's a video on there of Sachs explaining exactly how he spends the money. Essentially, he needs to hire um, a digital special effects consultant. He needs to hire a certain amount of Blu-rays and DVDs. He's got Blu-ray copies. So he's, you won't, they'll never change the actual official press, but he, he can essentially create a copied version of the film with all the right covers and everything. So he'll buy the official covers, chuck out the DVD, and then put his version in. So you can have the exact same movie... Uh, and he'll send it to you in a copy. Is he 
Won't this lead to like legal a legal battle? Or well, something? he's he's kind of said that um, he's imagining that this will get shut down fairly quickly, but um, it's basically just kind of it's one of those weird kind of internet in jokes. Yeah, but why is it coming up now? If this has been like a, I mean, the film came out years. ago. I know it's random, but it's just like it's just kicked off recently. Maybe he's had this idea for a little while, and then with the kind of uh, invention of Kickstarter and all this stuff, he's thought, well, this is the perfect time to. To strike. Yeah. Maybe he's just thought about it that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's a bit weird that it's now. I would yeah. Agree. yeah, I agree with you. It's odd. But yeah, so he's got a video. If you go to um, Erasing the, de- the, the Departed Rat on Twitter, um, you can follow it. And his Kickstarter links on there as well. So if you, if you really hate that scene that much and you want to get it removed and get your own personalised copy, then you can go on there and donate some money and get it done. Have you donated any money? No. I, I don't like it because it is on the nose, but it seems like a very very much a waste of time and yeah. money so no I won't be donating have you ever give, given to a kickstarter I haven't have you yeah oh here we go let me guess I mean, is it anything to do with veganism no I mean there's, oh I mean, there's literally no story behind it oh, I just right. know some filmmakers and their friends and I've donated to them a few times oh okay so nothing like no crazy inventions or crazy no, scheme just it's just like short films we're making a film okay, yeah that's um, is there any movies that you'd like to like change particular scene or change something in a, in a movie that you think there's just that one bit that really annoys me well this might be controversial but you Here know the go. film get out yeah i found the ending to be a little bit strange in terms of emotions at the end yeah so like right at the end when the main character spoiler alerts by the way if oh, you've yeah. not seen so there's gonna seems like there's gonna be loads of spoilers in this yeah. episode if you've not seen get out again what are you doing one of the biggest movies in the last couple of years. So, from now on, spoilers. So, you've been warned. Yeah, and if you Continue. don't want to hear this bit, just turn your headphones down for a yeah. minute or so, yeah. and then just put them back up again. Yeah. yeah, so right at the end, the main character, he's running away. Yeah. And, I mean, I won't give too much away. He then, he's then safe. Someone tries to kill him. Yeah. And then his mate turns up in a car yeah. to save him. Yeah. To be like... Oh no, are you okay? I came with my car, we're gonna get away, I'll drive you away from this. Yeah. But I don't know, like maybe it's a male thing, maybe it's just everyone reacts differently in those situations, but because he's been in such a kind of terrible place with these this this family who've tried to kill him and take over his life, yeah. when he's with his mate in the car, they're just they're quite still. Yeah, but isn't that just supposed to be shock, isn't it? They're just yeah. They're I mean, shock. I mean, yeah, maybe they're in shock. But I watched. I think. I think there are like a few alternative there endings are, yeah, on the DVD. So maybe that's what maybe think of changing something. Yeah, maybe. See, I thought you were going to say about that movie. At the beginning, they get kind of harassed by like a white police officer, and at the end, I thought that he was going to like he sort of killed all the family members that he needed to, and that the police were going to pull up just when he'd like basically saved himself. And they were going to assume that he'd murdered someone. And they were going to arrest him. Oh. And I was like, that would have been a wicked ending. Wow. That's yeah. what I would change. Because I love that movie. But yeah. I just thought the end was just a bit blah. Yeah, like it just, I don't know, just two mates in a car. And you're yeah. like, because you've gone on this journey with the characters. And you're kind of so, like, on the edge of your seat with it all. Yeah. When the reaction's kind of quite calm. Well, not calm, obviously they're in shock. But like when it's quite yeah. still at the end, I was just a bit like, ah, I kind of expected like that with the police officer. Yeah. That would have been quite cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Would you change anything? Um, 
I really, so Jurassic Park's like one of my favourite ever movies and I think it's pretty much a, a perfect film. Yeah. But I there's one bit in it, so I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember the the guy Dennis Nedry, the fat IT guy yeah. who's like one who the, sort of uh, causes uh, 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 uh. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh when he's getting attacked by um that weird dinosaur that spits like venom and stuff in his eye. Yeah. I noticed it, this thing that happens in this scene, and now I've noticed it I can never unsee it. So basically he gets the stuff in his eye and he goes into back into his jeep and the dinosaur is there like kicking off and he's supposed to be shocked and like hits his head on the um, steering wheel yeah and that's what makes him fall down the mountain fall down the thing and, and then the dinosaur gets him but if you watch he hits his hand instead of his head oh, to like make no. the noise and it's really obvious uh, and it's cringe so yeah so I don't that is sad yeah so I'll change that and just go do it again this time don't hit the seat just yeah. fall over it'd be great um, all right. So Maybe you could start that. a Kickstarter to get that man <laughs> to hit his head off a Dennis, steering wheel. Dennis Nedry's phantom steering wheel hit. How much would you pay to see a grown man hit his head off a steering wheel? Maybe it could just be a short film of itself. Yeah, I mean, he's still, I think he's still alive, the guy. So he's got to be available, isn't it? We should inquire into how much it would cost him to just hit his head. If and you're his can, agent and yeah. you're listening, just let us, let us know what the price is. Yeah, yeah, let us know and we'll recreate it. Set up a YouTube channel. We'll send out, out the Blu-ray copies. Yeah, exactly. All for, it could be yours for the mere price of £300 each. Oh, I was going to settle for 50 quid. Well, we'll take whatever we can get, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's enough about that, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah Departed Rat. Any, any final thoughts on that? Weird, isn't it? Yeah. People are weird, mate. People are weird. Why are you wasting your time with that? The film came out like 15 I mean, years ago. Yeah. Weird. Okay. You thought that was weird. <laughs> Story two. I'm just going to start it like this. Falcon sex hats. What do you know about that? Nothing. Okay, good. Um, well, there is an account on Twitter called at RedFacts. Uh, this particular tweet had 23 likes, 23,000 likes, sorry, and 8,000 retweets. And it just simply says this. True fact of the day. And I've looked into this. This is true. True fact of the day. When falcon breeders, so falcon the birds, yeah? When falcon breeders want to breed falcons, they wear special falcon sex hats. The hat encourages the falcon to essentially shag the breeder's head and collects the falcon sperm, which can then be artificially inseminated into a female. Whoa. And then she, she's put again, I'll say that again, falcon sex hats. Also true fact, if you want to own a falcon sex hat, you can actually buy them on Amazon. They're a snip at £155. And she's put in brackets, falcon jizz not included. Um, I can show you a picture, Holly. So, and these, this is like... Look. I mean, is it written like a scientific fact? <laughs> so, like, I'm looking at the pictures of the hats. Yeah, And describe, they, just, they just look like a really boring hat. They look, a little, they look a little bit like, before you unroll a condom, you know, it's got like a round edge and then like a little sort of peaked top. No, I wouldn't know. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, um, they, I mean, they look weird. They're like yeah. they're either light pink or black, but I mean, do the falcons care what colour they are? It's nice that they come in different colours, though, because then you can, you know, when you're doing... They your, look weird, because they've got loads of holes on them. When you're doing your falcon... And they tell me what they're used for. Yeah, it I mean, would you... Seems weird. Would you wear one regardless? I mean, why... <laughs> I mean, do we need to do that? Well, I guess um, that it comes down to the fact like a lot of animals now that they struggle to breed in the wild yeah so this is the classic case of human intervention where we're trying to encourage them to breed a bit like pandas you know they put them in don't they with with other mates to try and encourage them to 
to actually do it. Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe they don't. Hmm. Um, basically, she's she's put some extra additional information here. So further reading on the uh, conservational importance of the Falcon Sex Act in case you'd like to back up your trivial research. Um, and uh, yeah, essentially it is to do with the, um, the fact that falcons on the uh, brink of extinction and they need to... Um, yeah, try and bring them back. So, who's this person who's tweeting about falcon sex hats? Uh, this is a uh, Twitter account called Red Facts. Um, and does she just talk about... Just, no, she just come across this and obviously thought it was amazing and it's just gone viral, mate. Um, I find it quite funny that she says shag in it. Like, it's like a mm. scientific fact, but then... Yeah. It doesn't sound very sciencey. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, this is a genuine thing. So I found another, she's found another website here and you can buy a hat for £200. And they call it Copulation Hat Large Brow. <laughs> they don't, don't specify can... that it's for falcons. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like. How would you feel if you were a falcon mm-hmm. and you'd been on a night out, you'd had a lovely time, yeah. you'd met a nice lady or male yeah. or whatever you, your whatever fa- whatever yeah. you fancy yeah you've had a great time you've gone back to theirs you've you know you've gone to maybe fifth base with them yeah. i don't know what base. what is fifth base are we know. in america right now what is, i don't know what i'm trying to think like. of a euphemism for sex but okay that's a sen- sex essentially sex okay full uh, sex yeah and then you wake up in the morning right and it's a hat yeah that is good it's point. next to you in the bed it's a hat <laughs> You thought you'd <laughs> fallen in love, but it's a hat. Maybe people could do that. So, like, you know, if you're you're in a situation where you need some semen, so, like, you're a lady and you want when some... When is that a thing? That's, mate, sperm donors, sperm banks. It's just the way you say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, obviously. you just at work, oh, I need some semen. Do you know what? Right? I think I need some mayonnaise, um, some bread, <laughs> some eggs, and some <laughs> semen. Uh, make sure I get that on the way home. Standard choosing. Yeah, maybe you could just wear a hat, and then you could just get... Who rather than go to the hat? Women who need sperm, no. rather than go to the sperm bank, bring the sperm no. to them. Just I don't saying. think women want to wear a sex hat. Well, falcons do, so... So weird. Well, I know people wear them. What would you do if you were on Tinder and then you just were swiping <laughs> away and just a hat came up? What would you do? Probably see if it was available for a date. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds, I mean, maybe people should wear, like, falcon sex hats as, like, um... You know people wear, like, certain outfits to show that they're into certain Yeah, like, things. when you go to those dating nights and it's, like, traffic light nights. Yeah. I don't know if they still do those. I've been out of the dating game for a Yeah, so maybe time, falcon but... owners... Can go to this with their falcon sex hats on, and like so people know. Oh my god, they're, they're like, they've oh, got falcons. Okay, that's what they're about. Yeah, and then they could go. Oh, so how long have you been like a falcon sex hat wearer? <laughs> <laughs> a conduit. What about that? That's good. Oh, that's quite good. Yeah, and good. then and then when you're doing the deed, you put the hat on the door handle, but that wouldn't work. No, because you'd need the hat. So what hat's going on the door handle? Get another hat. Whatever yeah. they used to wear before they used to get the a cheaper hat, hat, if anything. Yeah. Don't spend two hundred pounds well, on that. Yeah, the Falcon hats alone are going to set you back, aren't they? So you don't want to go mad. Um, are there any other like animal-related sex clothes that we could create? Like if we had a brand, like like obviously this is for falcons to breed. So are there any like other? I don't know. Well, I think like cheetahs are quite sexy. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't <laughs> Just want the way they move yeah. with the hips. I don't know, I mean... Well, we discovered last week that you have a weird animal fetish no. anyway. We discovered last week that I fancy a couple of Disney characters. Oh, well, that's fine. I don't know why, but it seems like other people think that's okay too, so mm. I know I'm not a weirdo. Right, okay. 
But yes, cheetahs, they're quite sexy, right? They are sexy. So what would... what? Let's say they were on the brink of extinction. Yeah. How would you... What would you wear for them to... You'd wear, like, these leggings that were padded. (laughs) And they had, like, a big padded butt and, like, padded thighs. And then just walk all sexy. And then you'd walk on all fours just with, like, your sexy cheetah butt. That is quite... Yeah, that is good, actually. I would um, create a garment, which I, I think would probably be a hoodie... And in the actual hood itself, you just wear it like a normal hoodie, and in the hood itself are loads of um, peanuts, and it's for elephants, because you know, like, they love peanuts, don't they, and they like to suck them up their nose. What's um, it called? Trunk. Trunk. You just wear that, and they're like, they smell it, and they go, fucking hell, shitload of peanuts over there, let's go over there, and then they have the peanuts, and then get horny. Is that, is that how I've made up the peanuts population and works? Makes sense to me. They smell a satay sauce and they're good to go. <laughs> they smell some KP and think, shit, I'm, I'm interested. But that then... reminds me of an elephant fact. Wow. So. This is great content. Did you know that elephants yeah. see human beings like we see puppies and kittens? So when elephants look yeah. at us, they think we're really cute and adorable. Oh, but do you know what? That's maybe really sad because then when they see poachers that are like, oh, yeah, let's get their yeah. ivory, they're going, oh, look at these cutes. And then they like, stab. Imagine getting punched to death by a kitten. So brutal. So, imagine getting like stabbed or shot by a kitten. Aww. Imagine seeing a cute—I don't know—like little puppy, little pug or something—and going, "Oh, look at these! They're so cute!" And then just pulls out like a switchblade and just they're sticks. They're the ultimate villain. Maybe. I feel like they're the equivalent of like Matt Damon in films because you're just not <laughs> expecting it, yeah. and then he just savages you to death. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not great, is it? For the good elephants? casting, but it's not good. It's not really. worked out. No, very well. it is sad. Okay. Um, what is the most sexy animal? I mean, you'd know. because you. Cheetah. Cheetah is the most sexy yeah. animal. What are you saying? A panther. For similar that makes, reasons. That makes me think of Anchorman. The sex, <laughs> sex panther. panther. yeah. <laughs> no, because they're like, they've got green eyes that like, just, they're a bit sort of come to bed eyes, aren't they, in a little way. It's very sexy. So what you're saying is, you have a fetish for animals. No, specifically panthers. Um, they've also, their fur looks like shiny. Yeah, very glossy. It's very glossy. Uh, and, yeah, just it's just muscular and sexy. I like it. Mm. So, yeah, panther, I reckon, is the most sexiest animal. Interesting. Yeah, so it's enough weird zoophilic yeah, chat. we what, don't... Two weeks in a row. I mean... Right, next week is a ban on any animal-related chat. Yeah. And if anyone brings it up, um, then they're going to get killed by a puppy. Or a kitten. Yeah, either. Do you want to play two trees, one line? Yes. I mean, February's done. For the record, so I, this is a free hit for me. I can't lose really here. Oh yeah, you've already won. I've won February, but we'll give it a go and see if I can have a clean sweep. Because you haven't won any in February, have you? All right, mate. Rub it in. So just letting you know, you're doing really just well. Just reminding me. Yeah, just wanted to tell you how terrible you're doing. Sure. Okay. So it's time for two truths, one, one lie. lie. Make up a new um, jingle this time. Two. <laughs> I mean, are you going to laugh through my jingle or what? <laughs> it seems really similar to the last week's one. But I haven't, I haven't finished oh, yet. Oh, sorry, yeah, go on then. <clears throat> go. Two truths, 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 truths. One lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> good. Because I was thinking we should make one, but I think yeah. every week. Just do a different yeah. one. Just improvise Just, it. Yeah, something new. Great. Um, so, here are your two truths, one lie. All right, shoot. Scientists have estimated that about 90% of all cells in the body are bacteria. Okay. Women are usually the carriers of the genetic mutation for colour blindness. Okay. 
a lightning strike can reach a temperature of 30,000 degrees. Okay, I've got a little bone to put with you, right? Because what I've noticed is, and I've got away with it this month, is that what you do with some of these lies is you'll go like, like that one, the bacterial one, you'll go, oh, 90% of the cells are bacteria. And then you'll go, it is a lie because it's 89%. Well, I was thinking about they're this sort as well. Of, they're sort of cheats. I, don't I think was thinking about this as well. How I just get, like you've just said, like mm. I give you something, but I change it slightly. That's but that's got to go. But then if I don't, man. I'm just making stuff up, and it would be something mental. That's be that's like, Holly. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's the game. But you should like it would be weird. Yeah, but like it, for example, if I know that there's a large percentage of cells that are bacteria, but I don't know exactly, and you go, it's ninety, and then I go, oh, I think something else is the lie. And you go, well, no, that was the lie because it's eighty nine percent. It's like well. <laughs> That's but I'm trying to trick you, aren't I? Yeah, but you, so you should say 90% and then make up something else. That's okay. Not the percentage shouldn't be the thing. I mean, you're just you're just giving me rules here. Uh, what, what? Basically, if I get it wrong, I'll tell you why it was bad. <laughs> okay? So, um, okay. women and the colour blindness thing. I think I've heard that before. What was the temperature for the lightning strikes? The temperature for the lightning strikes was 30,000 degrees. That is hot, isn't it? Mm. What's the temperature right now? Like 25? Right now, I don't what know. Is it? Just trying to work out the levels. Like room temperature. Yeah, room temperature. If I could just find out what room temperature was, <laughs> then, then I would know what lightning was. And I'll work my way back from there. Um, okay, so that seems really hot, but then it is coming out of the sky, isn't it? So it's going to be pretty, pretty hot. Uh, I think the first one is the lie, the cells. I think that's For what reason? Because. Uh, I reckon that'll be 89%. But it could have been the lightning strike. I could have, yeah. I could have said, oh, it's 20,000. Could have, but I know it's mega hot, so I'm just that's what I'm going for. John Bass, you <laughs> Attention. are a winner. Boom. Because you're correct. Yes. And that was the lie. I knew it, mate. And actually, it's 95% of the body. <laughs> is that actually right? Yeah. Mate, I knew it. This is what I'm really talking about. That, I can't I was be like, that. fuck, why are you just so good at Mate, like, I'm just gonna, me out? I'm going to have some hummus here. So just... John's having some victory hummus mm. and pita bread. It's nice. Like, if you win, that's you what eat. you get. So now you get to hear John eating. And my fiancé says I chomp. You do chew quite loudly. Right, I'm going to just chew normally, yeah. nearish to the mic. Yeah. And then you can decide. Okay. I mean, it's is so it loud. I mean, I'm sat across the table from you. There's something in your jaw that yeah, makes my a jaw weird noise. A bit. Yeah. Yeah, but my sores. I've got to eat. What, what do I do? Well, you chose to eat on the podcast. Mm. Yeah. I mean, your fiance left a delicious pile of hummus and bread in the middle of the table. Mm. Very tempting. Mm. So I can understand why you went for that. Yeah, but we. This is like we're creating really solid relatable content here because yeah. people eat and they yeah. drink and you could listen to this whilst you're eating your mm. dinner listening to John Bass chomp away I think thank god I don't chew like a complete yeah weirdo. or just feel like you're at the dinner table with John yeah with a couple of pounds that'd be nice wouldn't it what are you drinking there soya iced coffee drink I'm drinking a delicious M&S soya iced coffee drink um, with added calcium iodine vitamins <laughs> D12 and B12 and it's delicious it looks great um, so yeah can we in future then that whole it's not 90% it's 95% that's got to go mate I might do I might not right well fine it's then it's my segment so All right, we'll, we'll see keep, keep your segment to yourself I mean you're winning mate so why are you complaining alright fair enough well, it's one all for the series I feel like you can read me yeah because you keep getting it right yeah I... so I'm going to do something mental next week good alright that's good 
Right. Do you want the final story? I do indeed. Story three. Do you know who Malia Obama is? Obama? Hmm. <laughs> she related to the Obamas? Just a bit, yeah. She is one of the daughters of ah. Michelle and Barack. Okay. Um, she was spotted in Miami uh, this week, enjoying herself with a few friends, um, and was snapped drinking underage. Do you know? I mean, obviously you don't know who she is, so you probably don't know how old she is. But she's only 20, so technically and she's And the drinking like, age is 21. It's 21 in the States. Um, so, I, so right, I'm going to read you this. I got this from the Daily Mail, because they love just like slandering horrible... It's like, a really... Slandering good people in a horrible It's a really lovely way. piece of... Uh, yeah. So they've got some bullet points here, and I was going to like edit it, but I just thought, no, it's funny just to read how they write, because they write horrible about nice people. Molly Obama's wild girls only weekend. Why is it wild? There's nothing about it that's wild. They're just at a pool having drinks. Continued on Sunday with a boozy poolside sunbathing session. Right, the pictures, which clearly you can't see, but feel free to look them up. It's her, just with sunglasses on, standing, having a glass of, like, rosé. There's no, nothing wild about it. But it might not be rosé. And also, they've put here a boozy poolside sunbathing session sunbathing session those two things that like when I think of sunbathing I think of like just chilling out and yeah. relaxing I don't think That's oh my god wild. I'm a boozy session like, do you think they weird. like just discovered alliteration and they were like oh this is going to be <laughs> a sweet sounds... sweet article great yeah um, next bullet point the 20 year old and her friends had an $80 bottle of rosé which they drank from wine glasses newsflash her dad's a multi-millionaire so of course she's going to spend $80, that. I mean... It's not that I mean, it's mental. a lot. If you, I but mean, if they're in Miami and they're probably in a fairly nice place, yeah. that's what it costs. When you go abroad, sometimes you do and splash out. again, her dad's a multi-millionaire, yeah. so it's all relative, isn't it? If it was someone who supposedly, I don't know, works for a charity and they shouldn't be spending money spending it, it's different. But why shouldn't she spend that? It's up to her, isn't it? Yeah. Third bullet point, dressed in a... And I love this. Who's decided? Dressed in a tasteful black swimsuit, the former first daughter seemed giggly as she walked to the pool. <laughs> like tasteful as in like, it's, oh, we'll let you, we'll let yeah. you wear that. Well done for not like wearing a really like uh, revealing bikini. Like it's this guy's decision. It's up to him wears. what yeah. she wears. And also I like the fact that he decides what's tasteful or not. Yeah. Um, classic. Uh, then Mal- uh, Malia doesn't turn... Uh, 21 until July 4th and could be in hot water with parents Barack and Michelle for drinking well she won't be because they clearly know she's down there yeah and also like we don't know that it's alcohol so what if it is but even you know like it could be that alcohol free wine it's one of those things Holly I always think in this scenario because we all get caught up with like celebrities and like when the like in this country when the royal family do stuff like Prince Harry just doing mental stuff and it was like oh it's an outrage it's disgraceful I'm like but We've all done stuff yeah. like that. And I know that they're like in a position where they should, you know, they get trained essentially how to deal with the media and they should essentially know better. But people are fallible and they like make mistakes. And I sort of think anyone who's having a go at her, I guarantee that they'll have had something to drink underage. Because 99% of people do. So it's a bit like pot kettle black for me. It's yeah. like just chill out. Yeah. Um, and. Apparently, this exclusive five-star resort is said to be regularly frequented by the Kardashians and Britney Spears. So I like the nice. way they've just thrown that in there. Just I to kind of fancy going there for a glass of wine. Sounds all right, doesn't it? You yeah. got to spare $80? <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, when we sell our DVDs, yeah. the, like, the guy hitting his head on the yeah. steering wheel. We might make some profit. Then we can spend blow it all on rent. I don't know how much the flights will be, but quite, I think I can stretch to the £80, right. $80 bottle of wine. Yeah. 
That'd be good Maybe fun, you could it? buy me that for my birthday. What, the flights or the rosé? Just all of it, really. <laughs> <laughs> what if I could find that exact rosé and get it shipped over here? That would be cheaper. Yeah, but... And then we'll just go down, here, we'll go to so. Hackney Lido <laughs> and just drink it out of the bottle, mate. Yeah. Be right, that would be quite nice. Be a laugh. Yeah. Um, have you, like, I'm assuming you've, like, been drunk when you were underage. I've never touched a drop. Because <laughs> <laughs> too busy drinking soya iced coffees. <laughs> Coffee is my tipple. Yeah, so um, you must look like, cause, I mean, growing up in the UK, it was like a bit of a rite of passage, wasn't it, drinking underage? Yeah, it's a bit of boozing. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know why, but for yeah. some reason, in my friendship group at that time, or just in that kind of like year group, when yeah. everyone just discovered alcohol, I can't remember what age we were, but um, we, I don't know who started this, right? It's crazy, yeah. but someone decided that the place that we go to when we're drinking is the graveyard. Makes sense. Makes sense. So we used to go to the graveyard right. and drink. That's doubly disrespectful in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Because you're, you're doing something illegal and then sort of soiling someone's grave yeah. at the same time. And I just remember one time, these were my friends yeah, um, good, good at friends. the time. I mean, I don't <laughs> speak to them now, but um, I just remember one strong memory from that time, yeah. which was rushing home because I knew that I had to get back because I had like a curfew, like you have to get back for this time. Yeah. And just sort of rushing down the road after being in the graveyard, just handcuffed to two goths. Oh, sure. And that like was just a night. standard Friday night. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you grew up on the mean streets of like Coventry. Yeah, so. in Coventry, I feel like maybe we we didn't have a lot to do. Yeah. So we would choose these places. Yeah. So I grew up on the mean streets of a place called Western Inn. So if you know West Ham, big up the West Ham Massive. Which is near to... Like Bedfordshire, basically. Yeah. Um, what did you kids get up to? Well, so we had the PAV, which was the pavilion, which was like on the local wreck, and people would go down there. And one, one summer, there was a few of us, and we decided, right, we're going to save up like pocket money, and we're going to go down to the PAV and the wreck. I'm going to sleep out. So there was like these tennis courts, and at the back they had like... They were like little shelters. We were like, well, we'll take a tent down there and we'll take some sleeping bags and we'll take loads of booze, which at the time was like two bottles of Smirnoff ice and like some cider. And we were like, we're going to get smashed. <laughs> and um, we went down there. Sure enough, we got smashed. Couldn't put the tent up because we were drunk and didn't know how oh, to do no. it. And then essentially slept rough near a tennis court. <laughs> it was honestly Holly it was so grim that sounds horrible it was horrible I woke I, I couldn't really sleep I woke up the next day of you know when you're like you're so cold you're like just bunged up beyond belief yeah and you're just wet to your bones and you just feel horrendous yeah uh, I went home to like sleep it off and this was the summer holiday so you could just you know do nothing for days I went to bed I think it must have been on like a Monday and I woke up and it was Wednesday what? <laughs> I slept like 24 hours for nearly 48 hours yeah it was mental I was so confused did you I go to know. bed like soggy no I got home like had a bath and like put all my wet clothes in the wash and just like curled up and just went to sleep and I just woke up and I just couldn't understand what was going on <laughs> I just couldn't get it like nothing was on TV that I was, that was supposed to be there people were messaging me going where are you are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm at home and they're like you haven't seen me for like two days and I was like yeah I'm just I just went to bed like a few hours ago. I feel like you're Rick from The Walking Dead when he wakes yeah. up in the first episode yeah. he's in the hospital bed. Yeah. But you just woke up and everyone was like, John, it's Wednesday. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. It's <laughs> Wednesday. So yeah, that wasn't great. Uh, been sick on Mad Dog 2020, if anyone remembers that. It was like a luminous. 
And it was Mad re- Dog 2020. <laughs> yeah, which if you ever see it, they still sell it now, but it's just called MD 2020. And yeah. it's in, there's always a section of any um, booze establishment where the rough and ropey cheap booze Ooh. is. And it was that. And me and my friend had a little bottle of it each, but we just drank it neat. And he got really sick and I was staying at his house. And um, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't much fun. So yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean... Drinking's bad, kids. It is. Drink responsibly at all times. Definitely. Um, but yeah, he's a laugh as well. So It can be. We've I got, feel like it's better yeah. when you're older because you're more, I don't know, you're just a bit more sensible. But you can have fun, yeah. but you're not sleeping on the floor, <laughs> getting um, soggy and missing out two days of your uh, life. Yeah, losing sort of like 48 or hours. Chain to goths yeah, in the graveyard. To, so, yeah, just weird, really. Really odd. Really very odd. You're an odd person, really, aren't you? So are you, mate. Cheers. This week on Man's Not What, I've learnt that there's a Kickstarter to delete the departed rat, the way to solve falcon extinction is to put on a hat and let them shag your head, Barak and Michelle's daughter loves a glass of rosé, and John thinks that her name is Malia, like the holiday destination in the Inbetweeners, I mean... Well that was fun wasn't it? Did you enjoy that, mate? That was super, super very laws. fun. Uber long. I've learnt a lot, so thank you for Good. that. Good. Yeah, there's loads of other, like, just main, big, boring stories, as usual, yeah. stuff going on. Shamina Begum, you know, the girl who wants to come back from Syria. Yeah. More Brexit stuff. Yeah. The Labour MPs leaving. But you've heard of these, haven't you? So I have, yeah. This is, that's why I feel like we stick to the weird stuff. I mean, you're not going to come across Falcon Sex Hats without me, are you, mate? No. So, this is what we're all about. And now I've got a new name for my band. Exactly. That's good. Falcon sex hats. Falcon sex hats. What you got? You doing anything for us this weekend? Um, I'm probably going to go back to Stratford and punch someone in the head. <laughs> That's fair. Anything else you want to tell me about this week? Oh, my birthday. Oh, yeah. What's, what's going on then? I don't know, mate. I've already celebrated it, so just... That's a good point. We had a lot of lols. Yeah. A lot of lols, didn't we? What are you up to this weekend? Uh, I am recording another podcast tomorrow. Mm. Um, for those of you that listen to this that enjoy hip-hop music... Uh, I have another podcast called Notorious P.O.D. It's available everywhere you can get podcasts. And it's essentially uh, about classic hip-hop albums. We take an album each week and we review it in a fun and light and kind of... We give you a little bit of detail, but we try and make it light and easy listening. Uh, Tomorrow we've got a really good guest, uh, a guy called Thelonious Filth, who is an encyclopedia of knowledge. And we're doing a Biggie album tomorrow and he's actually seen Biggie live, which not many people have that are from the UK yeah. so if you like that sort of thing please subscribe give it a rate and review if you listen there's loads of old episodes on there about 7 or 8 episodes on there you can catch up with they're all timeless doesn't matter what Geordie you listen to them in so yeah feel free to give them a listen sounds good mate yeah should be right. well thanks for a lovely pod you too and you I bo- hope you want the rest of that hummus don't you and I've got my eye on it yeah what are we having for dinner you bought the dinner tonight didn't you yeah what are we having stir fry delicious Stir fry. Have a good week, guys. See pigs next week. Bye. Peace.